Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. And you are correct, sir. And running the boards is Joey Deez. Wow. On today's show, we will talk with Brian Smith, which you may know from Sense8, and a new show that centers around the universe of Jason Bourne. Okay. Ooh. We will get some board game reviews from BJ. Yes. Uh, Maybe some talk about Batwoman and The Flash. And, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. I almost got that out there. Vicky B. Vicky <laughs> Vicky, how can people get a hold of you and us and us? everyone? I mean, everyone. Yeah. Uh, BJGeekNation.com. There we go. Perfect. It's going to have all our podcast oh, blogs and more. more. Just BJ Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Radio.com, or iTunes to find us. Easy. Easy. And in just about, oh, I would say a little bit more than a week and a half, there's going to be a large Massive, awesome event happening at Zulu's Board Game Cafe. Extra. Extra life. Extra life. Yes, 25 hours Woo! of board gaming and more. More! Yeah. <laughs> Featuring BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance, which uh, consists of uh, Sean the from Om- Thing 12 Games. Yes. The Omega Gamers, Josh. Yes. Uh, maybe Vicky and maybe oh, yeah. Joe and Hi. maybe BJ. I'm going to be there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're dressing up. We, we've got some games like we did last year. We dressed up in costume, uh, Western game costume. And oh, we I'm did so excited for that yeah so uh we well we, we have one special where we have some costumes we're dressing up for no doubt about it see my my excitement about this is because i'll be sitting at home watching you guys on twitch.tv yeah and uh, i'll be participating because what i do is i troll you guys by donating money and making you do something stupid hooray yes. last year it was all of you guys while you're playing your little western game was to sing oh my darling clementine oh that was fantastic it was fantastic because it wasn't until I think the third verse when you realize there's about 70 verses in it and yeah. then you kind of wrapped it up at that point but I still got a bunch of them out uh, out of you on that one you, they all start with oh my darling <laughs> yeah we were like we're not gonna go on with this no more but you guys actually did make it happen and you're doing it for a really good cause if you don't know what Extra Life is it's it's their whole slogan is play games heal kids and what they do is they go through the Children's Miracle Network to help those people in their areas who are you you know, playing games for 25 hours. So for us, it's Seattle Children's that will be getting the money for this. And if you're doing it anywhere else, you can, it'll be helping out that locality. Obviously, we want you to help us out. And you can get all that information if you just go to the BJ Shea's Geek Nation Facebook page. It's right up at the top. You've got the event right there. Really easy to get to. And also, uh, would you like to play so get some games that were played by me? We have new games that have never been opened. But I've decided to uh, go into my collection and Ooh. donate some games. Me too. Brand new games, as a matter of fact. One's called Downfall by John D. Clare, the guy that gave us Mystic Veil. And uh, it is a nice. huge 4X post-apocalypse the game that uh, it has been played once by me and my buddies. It is brand new. It is also the Kickstarter deluxe version. Oh, it's fancy. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, and I'll tell you, I will sign these if anybody wants me to. Sometimes people like that if they, you know, that, mm-hmm. that way you can say, hey, this was a game that he played. That's cool. Uh, either way, it's going to be up for charity along with a game called Sorcerer by Rob Darty, who I believe is the uh, the, the, the guys that do um, Star Star Realms and uh, Hero Realms. Oh, cool. If I, uh, White Wizard Games, if, I, if my brain I think you're 
correct. I think you're correct. And um, and then finally, uh, also Twilight Imperium Rex, which is uh, a reskin like a of the old Rawr. Dune game. Now there's a new Dune what? game out. Yeah, Fantasy Whoa. Flight lost the rights to be able to put out Dune. Oh, so they reskinned <laughs> it in the Twilight Imperium universe, tweaked a few rules. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, this was a th- this is a fun game. This has never been played because Josh has a copy as well, and uh, this is why you a guys lot of need these to games, coordinate better. Well, this is what we're doing. We're, we're, I, I'm looking at my game shelf going, I only play these games with my buddies, and so I'm. Just, why don't I give it to charity, because I will get to still play the game, because Josh has a copy. Um, so Twilight Imperium Rex has never been played. I opened it, I punched it, and put it all nice in the box. But oh, you punched, never, you punched out the tokens. Yeah. I'm like, why are you, never why, been are played? you why are you slapping, right your, there. slapping your games there? Yeah, man. so, uh, <laughs> and lots more games will be up for grabs. We've had a lot of great game companies get together with us to give us games that you can basically bid on, and it's all for the children. Uh, if you come to Zulu's, there may be more games available because sometimes I go oh. crazy and say, you know what? I'll buy some games and then we'll put them on for the yes. auction. And Zulu's Board Game Cafe is amazing. It's a place up in Bothell that you can go game, get some grub, and have a, a really a really fun time. And I mean, it's the jewel of the state of Washington. And basically with you guys, it's kind of like the unofficial HQ for the BGA. Yeah, it really is. It's it's like, you know, smack dab in the middle of Josh, Sean, and myself and a lot of folks that we play with. And yep, so up on the east side. So it works yeah. out perfectly for you guys. Yeah. Again, this is Extra Life with BJ Shea's Geek Nation and the Board Game Alliance at Zulu's Board Game Cafe. Like I said, if you just search for stuff on uh, on uh, Facebook, just search for BJ Shea's Geek Nation. It's right up there. It's the event. You can get all the information. Again, they'll also be on Twitch as well to check all this out, and all that information is available. Moving on from that, Vicky and I had the chance to talk with an actor named Brian Smith. Acting! From Sense8. Yes! He played Will Gorski. Yes. Oh, whoa! Yeah! We oh, talked to Will! Oh, my gosh, how cool was that? I well, you get yeah, you get to hear Vicky uh, kind of geek out a little bit. I was professional. Yes, I'm going you to did. geek out now. <laughs> he was argu- he was argu- arguably one of the I mean, one of the two main heartthrobs of that show. Yeah, and no uh, the it. way Vicky's squeeing right now. Yeah. yeah, she's letting it out now because she actually held herself together. But mm. he's got a new show out there. Treadstone, which is in the Jason Bourne universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen commercials for this. Yes. yes, yes. It's out on Tuesdays on USA, which we talk about on this. But without any further ado, Brian Smith from Treadstone. Brian, are you there? Yes. How you doing, dude? Hey, good. I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm really excited for this because we've been both fans of Sense8. Yes. Uh, Vicky's been a super fan, but I really, <laughs> really, really want to talk about this new series you've got going on the USA Network, Treadstone. Now, this is really kind of cool because it's now, it, like, everyone knows the Jason Bourne series, and people may not yeah. know that he was created by Treadstone itself. So this is going to be a sort of prequel that also mix in with present times, correct? That's right. Yeah, part of this uh, takes place in 1973 in uh, in Berlin, and then um, we also have a whole other section of the show which takes place in present day. Um, after the Treadstone program has supposedly been shut down, so uh, we're we're kind of all over the place. But the but the idea is to really explore this Treadstone uh, uh, agency. Who are they? What do they want? How do they do what they do? That that's the basis of the show. And so with this. I'm going to like in the 70s now is your character set in the 70s at any point because I'm kind of wondering if you're going to have one of those sweet 70s mustaches (laughs) oh man if only sweet 70s stash and some short shorts oh my god please (laughs) I love it so it's going to be able to explore all of that and everyone I mean it's one of those things where 
with Treadstone, they're creating these Jason Bourne type characters, which are like superhuman spies when it comes down to it. So how does your character get involved with this? Well, you know, the cool thing about this show, too, is even though they are, you know, super assassins, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're weapons, they're very dangerous people. They're also, um, at least the characters that we're going to stick with in the series, they're also very, very, very decent, decent human beings who consequently have no idea that oh. they have this thing lurking in them that is a, you know, one of the most dangerous weapon that the planet, you know, the humanity has ever known. Yeah, um, yeah. So that, 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 I mean, characters was really, really, really fun to play. Nice. Uh, so we've seen the Bourne movies, we've seen the trailers, so it's safe to assume we're going to see a lot of action in this movie, oh, in, yes. in the series. <laughs> like, uh, is there anything you can tell us about that? Anything uh, cool that you got to do? Oh, gosh, we fought. Uh, I think there was a chessboard at one point I used as a weapon, a, 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 a poker from a fireplace. We fought underwater, chained to the bottom of a 10-foot-deep 10 deep, 10 deep pool. Um, yeah, that, that was intense. That, that, yeah, we, we trained for a couple of weeks with some free divers um, just to kind of get me up to speed because, you know, I'm not that good underwater. Did it, so, stre- did it stress you out doing all of this work? You know, it's it, when you when you read it on the page and you go, "Oh, okay, I'm about to film a scene uh, strapped to the bottom of a pool." <laughs> uh, that's definitely stressful. But you know, our stunt team, I think that they knew that th- th- it was going to be really intense, and they knew that they were not dealing with stunt guys. None of us are fight the actors in the show. None of us are fighters or you know um, martial. Divers. Yeah, right. I mean, so you, they did a, oh, I was going to say, you could have uh, fooled me between Sensei and just even seeing the trailer. It's like, oh my God, it looks like you've been fighting your entire life. Well, that, that's a testament to how good our, our stunt team is. I mean, the, these guys are, are probably the best teachers I've, I've ever had. Um, they're very patient and very capable. And, um, and also they keep it safe, too, because as, as, as many times as we, we did fights in the show, none of the actors... Uh, got hurt too badly. <laughs> there was no, there were no punches, you know, that, that landed on faces or anything like that. It's, they really did a really fantastic job. I really can't, I cannot speak highly enough of our stunt team. So now Treadstone is premiering Tuesday nights on the USA Network, only on that USA Network at 10 p.m. Uh, now we do right. need to talk a little bit about Sense8 because it was Please. a fantastic mm-hmm. series and I know Vicky has been a super fan about it. Yeah, pretty much since day one. Like I screamed in my, my house with my roommates and they're like, what is wrong? I'm like, it was canceled. And then I think I shrieked <laughs> equally as loud when I found out you were going to wrap it up. And that being said... You've been in uh, Sense8, you've been, you're a part of Treadstone. Is there any other series or franchise? I mean, you've also been uh, in Stargate Universe. Would, is there any other yeah. series or franchise that you would ever love to be a part of? Like like, like a Harry Potter or Star Wars or even part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, do you have a dream out there? Oh, 
Oh my goodness gracious. Well, I, you know, I, I would love to do something that was like set in the American civil war. I'm a really Ooh. big history buff. Neat. Um, I think, I think something like that would be really cool for, I don't know. Maybe if we could like do a combination of like treadstone, like if there was like a black Ooh. ops program in the civil war. Oh, dude, that <laughs> is awesome. And it's your great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. That God, would... Who do I pitch that to? That's a good idea. Yeah, I know yeah. right there. Yeah. Well, here you go. You just take this audio and you just go ahead and give it there and shop it around Hollywood and find out. Now, and another thing, uh, dealing with uh, with Sense8 and uh, uh, working with the Wachowskis, I mean, the Matrix 4 yeah. is out there. Uh, ever see yourself in the Matrix universe? <laughs> oh, that would be a dream come true. Yeah. You know, but hey, listen, Lana's got a lot on her plate right now. Yeah. I, I, she's, she is, I think they're prepping right now. I think out in... I think they're in. Uh, well, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say too much. About <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you could, but yeah, watch I out! Mean... I, watch out! Yeah. Hollywood Treadstone's going to be looking for you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. But I, I'm excited to see it. I, um, yeah. When I heard they were doing that, I was like, Lana, what's going on? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Now, also on Sense Eight, you had a chance to travel the world. Was there a place that you thought was like the most beautiful, the most fantastic, the one that you had the best time at? Berlin. Really? Really? Why Berlin? Berlin. uh, You know, they have this incredible nightlife, which for me was really liberating. Um, I'd never seen anything like that. I've always been such a kind of, you know, good boy. Um, And (laughs) they're just... it kind of unleashed my wild side a little bit. It was a side I didn't even know that I had. Nice. And, the um, German disco techs, huh? <laughs> yeah, techno. It really got me into techno, actually. Oh, yeah. I, wow. I've got me totally addicted, and, and I'm trying to find some good techno here in New York. It's just, it's a little bit harder. It's, we just have a different culture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, party culture than... Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well, I'll send you some uh, EDM tracks that I've found on uh, online, and uh, I'll, I'll hook you up, man. No worries on that one. Oh, good. Maybe we can combine that with the uh, Civil War, you know, CIA Black Ops program, he, like a Civil he, War he was techno a, yeah, show. He was a German techno DJ that got transported back in time to the Civil War, and now he's working undercover with Treadstone from 1794. I'm, I'm just picturing like <laughs> I'm picturing like Civil War fighting scenes, like the ones we've typically seen in movies, yeah. but with like screw playing like that I think might be a little weird but awesome <laughs> Brian, we love it, Brian thank you so much for spending some time with us again it is Treadstone happening only on USA Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. dude man thank you so much for spending some time with us Thanks, guys. This was a lot, a lot of fun talking to you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank uh, have you. a great Likewise. day. I am really stoked for this. I'm just like I was happy that you were able to uh, not just pull like a Chris Farley and be like, "Hey, remember that thing you're in? That's cool." <laughs> well, he and like he ended up being like the biggest sweetheart. Yes, it was just so nice talking to him. I wish we could have talked for hours because I feel like he would have. Oh yeah, just geeked out with him. The yeah, entire we were time. just giving him really bad ideas for new shows, and it was uh, kind of fantastic. And so. how he has to talk to the Wachowskis about trying to get into the fourth Matrix movie. Yeah, right. Come on, <laughs> we're oh, he do should this. be in there. Come, come on. on. It's he like, was, hey. He was so awesome in Sense8 that oh yeah, God, they got yes. they got to find some place for him. Come on, man! I would also like to be a part of the fourth Matrix movie. Can oh, I would get you? In there? Yeah, would you? Um, mm. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk. We'll have our people call you. I can be Neo. It's cool. No, actually, uh, you would be Nino. Nino. There you go. No. Perfect. Perfect. Nino. <laughs> Moving on to other television talk. BJ. Yes. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes on season one of Batwoman, and well, the tomato meter for critics is giving it 69. percent Okay. The audience score with almost 5,000, actually with almost 5,500, 12%. 12? Wow. Mm. So I don't know if this is angry people on the internet giving those reviews, which is entirely possible. Is it 
12%? Here's the thing. Um, it's a CW show. Now, if this is the first CW show that people are watching, I can see how they would be turned off because CW has a, they, they definitely have a pattern and, you know, they do they do what they do when they make their shows, especially the superhero shows. They're all the same. There's a lot of drama, yeah. like if you would, emotional drama in all their shows. With that said, I think Kate Kane might be one of the strongest characters who doesn't succumb to that much drama drama uh, the way some other characters do hmm. and frankly for a female uh, you know it's a funny thing on a show with a lot of women a lot of women on these CW shows frankly they all seem to have a ridiculous amount of drama that makes me go really honestly this is a big problem in your life when you're fighting crime and doing all this stuff including Supergirl they all just seem to be in my opinion whiny idiots that don't learn from anything and I will say some of the guys are some of the way the same way too it's like oh here you go you're not trusting somebody again oh Oh, here we go. Iris is keeping secrets from Barry again. Oh, here we... It's like every damn season. Mm-hmm. It was a breath of fresh air that the that Kate Kane, played by Ruby Rose, actually kicked ass and didn't seem to want to be any part of that. Cool. Sure, she's got some slight daddy issues, but I mean, you know, for the most part, really, her daddy's still alive, so she gets to work him out with him, at least. Um, <laughs> I really, really liked it. I Cool. I, no, that's great, man. And I read Batwoman. Vicky was kind enough to let me read the comics, and so I like the fact that they... You know what? that Kate is openly a lesbian and she's openly kicking ass and she's openly like trying to you know get her girlfriend and um, it's also really cool that Batman is gone for three years in Gotham nobody knows where the hell he is and they're trying to move on without him and they're almost not happy with him and then she accidentally discovers the Batcave and all of a sudden says well somebody's got to do something and Batwoman is born I I'm with the critics. I like it, and so you're going to keep watching it. I then. am going to keep watching it. I cool, watched man. two episodes. It's a real cool dynamic with the main criminal, who the main you know the main criminal boss. Uh, you know, I mean, she's a little. Um, frankly, she's got an Alice in Wonderland theme, and the Mad Hatter's already done this, so I was uh, a little okay. disappointed. But her origin story is interesting and so be, and I won't spoil it because it's only two episodes in in case anybody really does want to start watching it mm-hmm. but the origin story of of the big baddie and also uh, you know with Batwoman I like and Lucius Fox's son Luke who is kind of an idiot <laughs> Luke Fox you know he's like going to be the Cisco uh, of the group and, oh that's uh, kind of funny actually for you Flash folks uh, yeah you know the, the, the formula is the same you know Luke is going to stay back and he's going to be basically in the Batcave running all the equipment while she's out doing what she's doing you know like Cisco does stuff when Barry He's out doing what he's doing. You know, like Felicity is out when, of course, uh, Oliver's doing what he's... I mean, we, we get it. It's like, you know, it's just there's always a mission control while the hero's out doing there and somebody's back taking care of it. Totally. Um, but, you know, man, we were introduced to her last year during the Crisis crossover, which there's going to be the Crisis 2 crossover. This, oh, yeah, this sure, <laughs> And which, if you watched Arrow and if you watched um, Flash, you basically know, what's, you know, oh, bad stuff's going to happen in December. Um, <laughs> I liked it. So uh, I'm going to say, yeah, give Batwoman a try. See what you think. Uh, it's amazing that so many people hate it though that, yeah. that, that surprises me yeah uh, moving on from that let's get some board game reviews what have you been playing lately dude well I'm glad you asked my friend <laughs> because uh, board game reviews well uh, there's a new game that's actually a reskin of an old game um, and this Excuse is me? part of the Dice Tower Essentials and you know Dice Tower will tell you okay here are games that you must own they must be in your collection and um, I think it was called Dragon Rage beforehand Dragon uh, Rage and they res- 
reskinned it, redid it, reissued it, and now it's a game called Dragon Scales, where you are a formidable villain, your sinister conquests are innumerable, but there is one foe that even you cannot vanquish alone, Archerex, the Lord of Dragons, and he's a three-headed dragon, and he's pretty badass. Oh, I was figuring maybe um, something like crippling uh, anxiety or something along those lines, <laughs> yeah. but maybe not. Maybe that's a little less uh, yeah. fun for a board game. Dragons don't have those problems. Yeah, I guess not. And you actually play a villain, so you're basically just trying to steal stuff and be mean, and really, you know, you're trying to also kill the dragon so you can steal stuff from the dragon, uh, and, uh, you know, you're trying to get all the treasure, and we're all basically pushing our luck as we do that with, uh, you know, we have some allies, so, I mean, it's a competitive game where, yeah, you want to be careful about how you do what you do, but at the same time, you might go, you know what? Uh, I don't mind killing and uh, chopping off the dragon's head because if we chop off one of his heads, then he gets even more powerful yeah. as opposed to what if we just do we kill each head one at like, you know, little by little. That way he doesn't have a superpower when he gets, but some other people might go, no, actually, I kind of want that. I think this, you guys are screwed. This reminds me, and I mean, you said it's a reskin and redoing of it, but this reminds me a lot of Clank. Uh, in those terms of like competitive, like we're trying to go and delve and get dungeon yeah, treasure. Yeah, with Clank, it is not com- it's it's not competitive at all. You I guess are, you're right. I you're, guess you're, yeah. you're running around and you're trying yeah. to actively dissuade other people from doing but stuff it, and screwing uh, with them. But even still, though, there is definitely a Clank like feel because you are pushing your luck, and then I think that's when you just yeah. said that is where I kind of yeah. got that. So yeah, except that you you know you yourself can really be in trouble if uh, if you lop off I'll lop off the dragon's head because once you get you know it's an interesting thing once you get out of the dungeon. There's a way to get out of there, but if you get out too soon, you could be called a coward uh, and, and lose points for that. It is a fun push your luck game, and the components look really, really good. And um, you know, it's 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 got some uh, it's got some really fun ways that they play the game. You have an asymmetrical deck of power cards that you get to use as you go about your turn, trying to do what you got to do and and and, and kill the dragon. Uh, and uh, I, I love it, man. I, I it, it's a real fun place. I think five players, and uh, oh, that's a good number. You've yeah. always mentioned that. That's a really kind of a sweet spot for you on that. Yeah, four play. For some reason, there's always that fifth player that we have, and it just leaves <laughs> out so many good four player. No games. fifth wheel for you there. Yeah, so it's about forty nine bucks, and you can get it. Uh, let's see, what, what games make it? Uh, oh, Arcane Wonders, uh, which is of course a good. I, I believe those are the guys that do uh, Ticket to Ride, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so it's a it's it's a good game. It's so that so that's Dragon Skills. That's the, the that's the one game I want to tell you about. And then the other one, mm-hmm. uh, Hadara has been sweeping the nation. Or at least sweeping Hadara? our board. Hadara? Yes, uh, Hadara carries you off into the world of cultures and countries of this earth. Oh. Over three epochs or epics, uh, however you want to say that word, mm-hmm. you will experience the transformation of your new world from a small settlement to a high culture. Oh. And you want to populate this world with diversity, my friend. People from different cultures and continents as well as ages. That's cool. And you need to bring glory and honor to your world uh, should you choose the persons and accomplishments skillfully, but you should not ignore agriculture, culture, and military power. Otherwise, one of your competitors might get bigger and more successful than you. Who will succeed first in creating a new flourishing high culture? Joe's a video gamer, so this it seems along the lines of like a civilization sort oh, of game. Yeah. Well, oh, it's yeah. funny you bring that up because that's exactly one of the mechanics they say is. In oh, the game. okay, perfect. Look at me paying nice. attention. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's it's going to remind you a, a bit of Seven Wonders. What I love about this game is that you you're drafting these characters as they talk about these people that will help you do things in your village, and it's color coded. So there's like red, yellow, green, and blue, and uh, I think purple's a wild card color. And what happens is is that green is your food, so you need to put people in there 
there to help you make food, but Which the more sense. people you put in your village, the more you have to feed them. So there's this delicate balance. Like, do I make money with the yellow people? Do I build up my military with the red people? Do I build up my culture so that I can get the blue people? Uh, and you get, it's a great point salady situation because you can get, <laughs> you know, you can I get points through military. You can get points through culture. Very similar to what Seven Wonders does. We talked a little bit about it on uh, BGA and they say this is actually better than Seven Wonders. I agree. I think it's a nice... Uh, is I, it a replacement game? I like Seven Wonders, but I think it is Seven Wonders updated for today's times. Okay. Yeah. Good call on that. It, yeah, easier yeah, to yeah. learn. Seven Wonders has a ridiculous amount of iconography, which I, I still love, but you know, Seven Wonders, you, you find yourself going, uh, you probably have to play it again, mm-hmm. uh, or hopefully have somebody expert like myself teaching you. Oh, an and, expert. Uh, but, but yeah, Hadara <laughs> has that feel, but it does seem to go quicker and seems like the, the components are cooler, and uh, I like it a a lot. I don't own it. It's on my holiday list. And, oh, uh, hint, hint, He's Joe. winking at me, I know. Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, saying more. Uh, and this is, uh, th- I'm seeing it priced at like $51, and I think, gosh, I mean, it's got good components, but man, you might be able to find that cheaper somewhere else. I feel like that's a lot. Okay. Um, but it's uh, put out by uh, Hans and Gluck. And, uh, yes. oh, and, and seven more, it says. So maybe it's even put out by somebody more. else. Uh, yeah. I, I, but but it, Hadara I, has been I out. saw Z-Man Games as That's well. That's what it is. Thank okay, you. Okay, Z-Man okay. has got it here uh, locally. Cool. And um, yeah, and, mo- and your friendly like, a local game store should have it. I'm sure Amazon has it. And uh, it is really, it's a fun game. I like it a lot. And uh, so Hadara. Nice. Thank you so much. And now it is time to get to The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky. Dare I ask what's going on in your world? What are you thinking about? What's going to happen here don't, in this don't geek ask sheet? That. What I'm thinking about is the fact that I am so unprepared this year. Like, I'm freaking out. What's going on? Huh? Halloween's Thursday. Ah! Is it? It is. I No, not... no, you have a week. It's, it's 10 days away. Wait, I that... still have my Halloween t-shirt, so I'm fine. Okay, yes, so I should so say... you have 10 days. Okay, I should re- reiterate. I have something going on this week that I need to go oh, to and get okay. a costume for. Okay, now, no now, one, now no is your problem. No one's celebrating it on the Thursday. <laughs> <I'll let laughs> that you is a one, good point. Yes. I'll let you wear one of my shirts, and then you can go as a, a jerk. Wow. I well, mean, I mean, self burn. It's kind of kind yeah. It was of a self burn. That's what it was. <laughs> I liked it. My friend said we're going to do something every weekend of October, and we haven't done squats. So she's trying to pound in everything, and over the course of a week and oh a half, boy. and it's just like okay. No. And I don't even have a costume picked out. She's got like three costume changes. I don't know. But I decided to look in what what are the best costumes this year? What are the nerdiest Halloween costumes of 2019? Okay, oh, okay. What nice. do we got? And some, we got? Of these, some of these are just funny as all hell. Like the first one's obviously Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Any yeah. Fortnite costumes, Overwatch <laughs> costume. Uh, and they're going to do those stupid Fortnite dances. I, yep. mm, you mean mm. great Fortnite dances. Stop it. You stop wiggle, it over wiggle, there. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, oh, now no. he's dancing. Uh, I don't know this one. Do you guys play Resident Evil 7? I have not. Is that, new, is that the newest one of the Seems Resident like Evil he, franchise? Yeah. I guess. Uh, apparently there's a Jack Baker costume, which is... Just a random dude in a shirt and pants. Okay, that's the perfect one. <laughs> but he looks all zombified and creepy, so. I'll take it. Uh, there's the free the Ooh. nipple Mario. What? what? So apparently everyone went nuts when there's uh, these pictures that came out of Mario on the beach and he's running around. Apparently he's got nipples, which threw everyone off. So you can definitely dress up as free the nipple Mario in some red 
shorts with white polka dots and a Mario hat and mustache. Does he? And, and are, are you? Are, and you are have you, to uh, rock the nipples. Oh, you do have to rock the nipples. Look well, at the nipples. I mean, they're pretty prominent. Oh dear. Is there a Mario. free the nipples Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there have to be. Because I'm a little tall. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I'll go Mario. You go Luigi. And I like it. We'll I mean, just creep everyone out at the office. Yeah, oh, shirtless. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no! It wouldn't be the weirdest thing I've seen in these offices. I'll shave my nipples first. Wow. Mm, okay. Now that is the weirdest. That thing. happened. Some of the weird, like, are just typical costumes you expect. Uh, Handmaiden's tail costume, the inflatable T Rex, which, by the way, I put one of those on. Those are difficult to maneuver around in. I would imagine, yes. Ghostbuster costume, Marshmallow Man costume from. Oh, okay. the Stay Puffed, yeah. The Fallout Soul Survivor costume, which okay. would be great if I wasn't fat. I've got like the uh, I've got the plasma rifles and I've got the uh, the power fist, uh, but get me in one of those uh, suits. Jump suits. Just yeah. go as, just go as a pip guy. <laughs> you know. Pip guy, not yeah. pip boy. Yeah, pip guy, <laughs> middle aged pip man. Yeah. Uh, there is Pokemon slash Pokemon Go because apparently people still play that game. Okay. And the image they have here is like a Pikachu onesie, which I already own. Mm-hmm. Well, you win. There you uh, go. There's Owen from Jurassic World 2. That was Chris Pratt's character. Owen! <laughs> or Claire from Jurassic World as well. Okay. Anger from Inside Out, if you guys saw that movie. Oh, that's uh, oh that, that, the Lewis Black character. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, James Bond, you know, Spectre. Oh, which honestly, in this, Bond. it just looks like James Bond. Someone made Archer human form. <laughs> well, I mean, Archer is kind of based yeah. off, of, but especially in this picture because he's got the uh, tactile neck. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I want to go as Blofeld with the cat. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That's what I want to do. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Avengers. Obviously, Batgirl. Yeah, Deadpool. Fat Thor. A lot gonna, of Fat Thor. Oh, I saw. Gonna... I saw the costume, and I'm like. I could spend $70 or, on this costume, or I could go to Goodwill and just rummage through their pajama section and right. probably do just fine. Yeah. Um, really? <laughs> when, you, when, you talk, when you think about it. Side note, uh, one of the fun things I like to do when I'm forced to go out and leave my house for Halloween, uh, I create a Halloween bing- bingo board. Oh, really? So I come up with what I think are going to be the most popular costumes, and I write the list, and people have to put whatever they want. They make their own board. So Deadpools are going to be one of them, group yeah. costumes, something sexy that shouldn't be sexy, like a sexy White Claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stuff uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I know that's we, happening. Yeah. Put that down oh, yeah. your thing. Yeah, so basically you make your bingo board. First one gets a bingo, I guess. How many Harleys and how many different Jokers? Jokers. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's a, it, uh, it. There's gonna be a lot of clowns out there. So if right. you have a little bit of that phobia, maybe just stay well. home or sprinkle in some other ones like uh, punny costumes, costumes that are puns. Yeah, like your uh, zombies. Exactly. You just all you have to do is get one of those cheap bee costumes, cover it in blood and dirt, and boom, you're a zombie. Or people that just wear the t-shirts and like, oh, this is my costume. <laughs> uh. Plus um, the no effort ones. Exactly. So do your bingo board. It's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> we got Dead John Snow, Jesse from Toy Story, because that was oh, big this year. Yeah. Uh, Dead Jesse from Toy Story. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, zombie Jesse <laughs> yeah. from Toy Story. That's Mika- a little morbid there. Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. Or just a green alien morph suits. By the way, morph suits also put that on your bingo board. Yeah, There's always going to be somebody in a morph suit. Yeah, and most of the time they're not wearing underpants. So uh, Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yep. Keep your eyes above the waistline on that one. Whoops. Any any inflatable situation where it looks like you're riding something, you're being carried by something. Those are those, cool. Those are funny. The alien one, I saw some old dude running around with one of those. It actually looked pretty great. Like that he uh, he was the one captured by an alien. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love those. She-Ra, we did have the the cartoon was really popular. Oh, yeah. Wario. Wario. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wario, yeah. Definitely Princess Leia and Rey. There's going to be a lot of Star Wars, obviously Harley Quinn. Star Wars. Surprise, she's all the way down here on this list. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's going to be a lot of costumes out there. Wonder Woman, Rick and Morty. Now, you can tell us what your favorite costume is going to be on the Facebook page, but I mean, it's Facebook, it's social media. Show us. Yes, I want to see pictures. Post your pictures of your nerdy costumes on our Facebook page. I'm trying to narrow it down. I don't know what I want to be. (laughs) Well, Well, you only had a couple days. uh, Until next time, guys, stay nerdy.